that's so good, that yawn. Oh, you know where you get a real good one? And you get the shit yawns and then you get the really good ones that go like through your body and you just like relax. And then you get the other ones that kind of like, oh, it's just a little bit. It wasn't quite enough. I'm leaving this part in. Oh. <laughs> I know, I know those yawns of which you speak. <laughs> How are you today? That was a really good yawn, so I'm good. Oh, that's fantastic. Even, there's, yeah. Oh, there's just, there's nothing like starting a day off with a really good yawn. A big stretch, just like, just opening up all your, your chakras and your... And everything's like shaking and vibrating and you're like, oh! <laughs> you're like yawn yourself into a different dimension for a few seconds. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> just give me a minute. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, how are you feeling today? Oh, you're not going to respond? No, I am thinking about it. Oh, I, I okay. think I'm good. Well, you just asked me and I'm stretching and I'm good in that sense. I, Maya woke me up at 2.30 in the morning and I couldn't get back to sleep, which is really irritating. So I had to like calm myself back to sleep and then eventually I did, which was fine. Well, that's good. So, how are you feeling in terms of the transition process from where we were to where we are right now? It's like that in between. Like, I feel like I should be doing stuff, but then there's also like a, a certain period of time, amount of time where you, you need to like settle in and ease into the flow of the new this the new space, the energy of the space and the flow of the space. So, I've been kind of like yesterday it was kind of like a okay, how do I move around, you know, even like working around, like working my way around the kitchen area, like it's little, but it's like just to get the flow of where the fridge is and where the door opens and, you know, like those little things. I know it's really silly, but it's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like it's just because everything's just feels different. So you got to get used to that new flow of energy. Yeah. I think for me yesterday, it was like when you get into a new space and especially because it, it was a big thing, I think, in the in the podcast we did yesterday yesterday's episode where we talked about the the like how we wanted so bad to get away from where we were mm. to get into a new space so that we could actually move on and do what we wanted to do and okay. now that we kind of got that wish it's it's like we're in we're in a new we're in a different space now for you know it's it's not a, a indefinite period of time no. it's for you know there's there's only so long we can be here for before we have to go back or hopefully move on to something you know bigger and better yeah which is what we're trying to aim for that's it uh but in doing that in actually taking away that pressure that was being applied by the tension of the situation we're now kind of in this new space without it and it's like whoa trying to figure it out because it's been yeah. so long right it's even yeah. been so long even without like the work stuff uh it's been so long since we've just been alone in a space like this yeah and it's so nice but it's like, okay, we also have to apply ourselves yeah. because we're not on holiday. We have to apply ourselves without that kind of tailwind. So still living, yeah. And I feel, I feel that too. But there's like, it's still trying to figure out that just finding the groove in the house and like what works, <laughs> like where I want to be and where I want to like how I need to move around the home. And yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Mm. You're, so you're thinking more of like from the home front. I'm thinking more like from the work front. How, oh, how do I move No, around? no, that too. But I'm like even just moving through the house, like even if it is from me going to like to waking up, to going to the bathroom, to going to the to the study 
and to work and to like or just navigating myself around what feels good, what flows good, where it's going to be right. It's for like me. like finding the settling into the new routine type thing. Yeah. Mm. So it's like it's just the settling into the space and being like, okay, well, this is where I'm going to work. This is where like I had the laptop up on the um the dining table and I was like, I actually kind of liked it there because um, it's very open. It's like there's not a lot of like stuff. There's not a lot of stuff in the house, which is really nice. I really like that. Um, it's quite minimal. So like you've got the necessary items and then you've got just enough decorative pieces to like not overwhelm but also not uh, like take away from. If, yeah. you, if you were a sim... The the day the decor <laughs> bar would be in the in the towards the darker green area of the I can't um, remember of that. the meter. Do you remember that? I can't. Not that one. Not the, that you know one. how it had all the needs. The, yeah. The, all the needs like yeah. like hygiene and Hygi- yeah. toilet and. Was hunger. there one for decor? There was one for decor. Ah. Well, at least or maybe it was in like one of the, the later ones. I don't know if it was. Well, in, yeah, I was more. In the I think first. I really started from the second one. Ah, oh, I had the original. Mm. But yeah, there was a decor one. So if you didn't have That's any, funny. I didn't have enough decor. If you didn't have enough like plants <laughs> or f- picture yeah. frames or something, then you, your sim would be like really like sad. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that was always the last one for me to. F- anyway, I don't. We don't need. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just keep going. That's interesting because it's like there's there's enough here to keep like it's very open. There's very white walls and but there's like big plants. They're not like small little plants that you need to kind of, like everything really works. Like my friend, she really knows how she does her stuff when it comes to interior design. Um, but like everything just is enough and there's enough space and then there's enough to make you feel at home at the same time. Like it's this beautiful minimal balance. So when I was sitting there at the dining table, like there's not much there. There's like a plinth, there's a plant and there's a photo frame and then there's a cabinet and then there's a table in the middle. And then there's, that's, that's it. Like in the whole room, it's beautiful clear like it's just this space like i just there's just there's room to breathe and think and feel and there's, there's room to spin around in circles really fast there actually is yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's room for maya to run up and down the corridor at 3 a.m mm. yeah she had a, a great time yeah and now she's probably napping <laughs> she'll she sleep during the day and be awake all night yeah um but yeah yeah no like i'm finding i've really enjoyed the space too mm. and it's it's that making that like you said, that transition from being where we were to where we to what we need to do. Yeah. It's it was it was a really powerful realization I think we had yesterday, and I'm really glad that like on our first working day here, yeah. we actually figured that out to yeah. say that it's a test to say, well, this is what you've been asking for, this is what you've been pleading for. Now you've got it. Are you gonna? Are you, what are you gonna do with it? Yeah. Are you actually gonna you know follow through, or have you been leaning on the the tension of your previous situation as a crutch yeah, for not moving you, forward? Yeah. You know, it's like we've, it's it's it feels as though even more responsibility has kind of been put onto our shoulders with this situation that we're in right now, mm. in a more spiritual kind of transcendent sense, and yeah. it's really uh, it's daunting. It's yeah. exciting, it's, it, but it is it is a little bit daunting for me. Like yeah. I am a sl- I am a little bit intimidated by that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because I don't. Well, w- can you please be honest with yourself? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. Okay. Well, I'll be very honest. I don't want to. I, I'm. I. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk. I'm going to say things, and I and I know that it's going to be a. Oh, you, you don't think about it like that. I'm not going to yeah. say anything. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I know I do that. I know I do that. I okay. I'm one of my concerns is that we'll miss an opportunity here because of the gravity of it, and so that's one. That's one concern. Sitting on my hand, <laughs> so I don't say anything. No. Uh, another another thing is also like the kind of contradicting element of that 
is that I feel as though the fact that we're here also kind of means that we've aligned with something which will actually not allow us to miss an opportunity. Mm. I feel as though potentially us being here and doing the things that we've, the tasks that we've set for ourselves, right? Even if we just focus on the things that we've already identified that we want to do, like that's enough. Like that would be enough. Yeah. But if, you know, if we are able to do that and more than like a bonus, and I'm sure if there is an opportunity to come out of this for moving forward, I don't think we'll miss it. I don't think It's like we've boarded the train. Yeah. And we're on it now. Yeah. Type thing. And so, where the one side of me, the more the more meek and perhaps human and fearful side of me would be like, don't miss this. Do not miss. Whatever you're here for, if you miss it, I'll, I'll be kicking myself. But then the other side of me is like, I don't know if it's possible for us to miss it at mm. this point. So, it, it'll just be really interesting how this plays itself out. Yeah. So, it's just a matter of settling in. So, it's Wednesday and we'll be here for at least probably, what, two weeks? Yeah, at least. So, we're halfway through the first week. Well, not quite. We're just we're, we're just, just under halfway through yeah. the first week, and it's and it's uh, we have we are settling in really well, I think, and rapidly. Um, but it's it will just be a matter of like, okay, when in the day do I do this? It was easier when we were in Bulla, obviously, because we were there for long enough. We kind of knew how to break our days up. Yeah, and we knew and we already started to kind of create a routine. Yeah. We segmented our. We started yeah. segmenting our days really well, really and easily. And also, the chickens helped. <laughs> well, we, exactly. We had to be yeah, up at a certain time to, to, to allow the chickens yeah. out of the um out of the what do you call it the, the hen house hen so house that they up. could um roam around in the pen because we clo- we close them up at night just I for foxes them. and stuff. I miss them so much. Yeah, it's weird not having the not having the chickens in the do background. I have a recording of Freud. I might have a recording just to bring us closer. A oh my too. god! <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. I'll find it. Uh, it yeah so it's just finding that that same type of routine in this new sort of space here it's making that that adjustment is obviously it's paramount and we need to make sure we give ourselves the space and we're patient with it enough with ourselves and with each other during this sort of phase so that we um don't force we don't force yeah like we don't force the situation and potentially either burn ourselves out before we've even done anything overly meaningful or we basically piss ourselves off and go, nah, stuff it, that's it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Absolutely does. Because I'm a bit worried about that. But I think we talk about it, like even yesterday we sat down, like not with the podcast, but just started, we just had a conversation about it and how we feel. And I think just checking in regularly is just holding us a little bit accountable of it's okay. Like you're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss it. This has come to you for a certain period of time. Enough time for you to settle in. Comfortably into this space, so that you can then know exactly what you want. Like I'm listening to my intuition currently. I'm going the aha as like really navigating and seeing what I need to do, what I don't. Like yesterday, I really needed a nap, but actually I didn't end up doing that. I ended up playing PlayStation because I actually ended up reading, and then I got a bit of an aha moment. I got a bit of clarity on something, and then I sat down and played um, Harry Potter, Lego Harry Potter, because it was just that's what was required of me i just felt like i needed to have a bit i needed to play a little bit just to have a bit of fun doing something that's not so serious because everything i do is like like i love i love doing my spiritual stuff and you know meditations and then going to the kashic records it's fun but it's also like i'm in the when i'm in those spaces at 
at this time I'm, I'm working on serious things I'm, I'm working on the situation that i'm in the thing the emotions that i'm feeling and i need to break that up with things and i don't, yeah, I don't I, have I a that. lot of stuff like we don't have a lot of stuff to kind of um distract ourselves or to just do what do, what do you say like mind numbing stuff mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah we don't have a lot of stuff to do that with we played um cards against humanity the other night which was fun um and then i think we've got playstation and fraser and then that's it. It's just the, yeah, those little things, those little, not necessarily meaningless because it's not, it's no, not meaningless. It still serves it's a purpose. Serves a very but it's those things purpose. that allow you to kind of take your mind off kind of, yeah, the severity or the, the seriousness of kind of the situation or what you're trying to do yeah. because you need to have that, like you said, that play. Mm. You need to have that, be able to have that kind of break and you need to be able to move away from, from the sort of serious stuff that you're doing so that you don't just become bored. I guess mm. it kind of keeps. I know when I play when I play PlayStation or we watch a movie or or yeah TV show or whatever, it helps to keep me inspired because it just gives me that necessary break away yeah. from what I'm doing. And sometimes it's really hard to take that break. I found it really difficult to take that break a lot of times because it feels as though you're wasting time and it's a it's a stupid like petty childish thing to do because you've got bigger more grown-up problems that you need to deal with and it's like you're avoiding them by going and playing playstation or by watching something that's like completely meaningless to you know the the important tasks that you're trying to complete but it's like a necessary part of completing them because it just refreshes you it's like recharging your batteries a little bit because you got to move away from it but if you can't physically move away from it or it, it just it just does help just to Set your attention somewhere else. Well, it's, it's kind of like creating the space. Mm. It's, it's giving you it's giving you space away from the thing that you're doing so yeah. that you can come back at it. And it's it's so cliche, but you come back at it with a fresh perspective. Yeah. Or you can come back at it at least with enough separation so that you can perhaps identify, you know, something new that you can do or a different way or a different angle that you can approach it from. And so, yeah, it's, it's in a new space with a new kind of motivation or a new thing that's being asked of us, yeah. it's, it's, it's sort of intimidating, the idea of, you know, the, the necessity of finding that balance. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of the thing that I'm the most grappling with at the moment. I love where we are. I love that this is happening. Yeah. You know, I feel like we have truly manifested this space because we have been really aware of ourselves and, and our situation and we've been able to kind of generate opportunities and to take opportunities when they do come to recognize them for starters to recognize what's an actual opportunity for us and to say no to what isn't um even though it seem might seem like it is yeah it's like it just doesn't feel right this wouldn't be doing we wouldn't be doing the right thing like pulling our art pulling my art out of the the garden center it's like why would we take out art from from a cafe from a shop from a shop where people could buy it it's like well no we have to figure out where else to do it where where else where's our next opportunity we know that that's what we had to do and when you move them when you make decisions like that then you know but then we sold a piece you get rewarded and there was those little things that are like this this is what you listen to this gut feeling this is that this is the voice this is the feeling that you need to be listening to and um like uh what's it called um maneuvering with and dancing with because that's going to guide you to where you want to be because you've asked for something and you can have it. You can actually have it. You just have to trust yourself and trust that that energy is going to also going to bring it and it's going to come back to you or it will come to you. So like this, I, I, I it's surreal how we're actually in this space. Like all of a sudden, like 
I didn't think it would happen this quickly. And all of a sudden we're here. And I'm like, it's... And we were saying that too. We're like, whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen really quick. Yeah. And this this happened really quick. Very quick. And But it's like, it, it happened really quick in terms of like time. Yeah. As in like within 24 hours, we'd made a decision and, and the effect of that decision was immediately, you know, was being experienced. But this, even getting to this space here was the result of months yeah. of yeah. hard, like dedication and paying attention and focus. Hopefully it doesn't take that long to get us to the next place. <laughs> <laughs> well, my hope is now that the ball's like rolling yeah. and like I said, we're on that train mm. and we're moving, we're moving towards where we need to go. I mean, surely something has to come of this. Like this is the stuff we're being called to do. We're called to take this opportunity. We haven't been offered any other like job type, like traditional jobs, like that has just not come across our, like directly to us. Mm. Like there's other things that have been more um, uh, more clear, like, you know, the art and the writing and the paper and all of that, like the stuff that we're doing and want to work toward. It's like more of that has actually come into to, into our space and being like this is what you need to focus on yeah that's been the, the the images of those ideas in our minds have been significantly clearer than than other the than thoughts other things, of doing yeah. other things yeah well, that's for it. sure and because you know learning human design and astrology and applying them to this situation because i'm like i'm using everything that i that i can to to navigate myself and to to move toward in the right direction to move toward my purpose and what i'm supposed to do and if i'm supposed to be listening to my gut feelings I know, I, I know now more, more than ever what feels good and what doesn't feel good when I'm going in the right direction, when I'm not going in the right direction. Because if I, if I hit frustration, I'm like, okay, I'm going in the wrong direction. I need to move towards satisfaction. And that's the same with you as well. It's like when we hit frustration, it's like, okay, what are we doing that doesn't feel right? What is it? Is this, are we, we're going in the wrong direction or we're putting our energy somewhere where it's not necessary. Let's pull back. Let's go move towards satisfaction. And that's that human design um, it's a part of the, the um, thing there. But it has helped because that has gotten us to here. It's helped me know myself a lot better and have more confidence in my gut feeling when my intuition is saying yes and no. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When it doesn't feel like a full-bodied yes, it's definitely it's a no. It's an absolute no. So I'm like, that's exactly... And, and they're not always comfortable decisions, even when I know that I have to say no. And I, it's, it's been very, very, very hard because people don't like it. <laughs> when I'm saying no to people, they don't like it. They're like, well, <sighs> like, I thought you liked me. Or I thought you loved me and I thought you wanted to help. And like, it's just not where I'm like, I, and you can't explain the whole human design and you can't explain all the astrology like in that moment. You just have to find a way to very clearly explain why you can or can't do something and why you're going to say yes to an opportunity or why you said no to an opportunity. It's like, why would you say no to that? It's like, because it didn't feel right. It's like, oh, but, you know, it's, it's money, but it's this, but it's that. It's like, it is, it can be those things, but it doesn't feel right. It's not right. I know this Funny is Funny how right. it's like those emotions, those feelings, like you said, moving away from frustration and towards satisfaction or whatever. It's like they're kind of responses to like the material decisions that you make. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, it's like if you can follow those responses, use your emotional responses as a kind of barometer for whether or not you're on the right track. As opposed to like, it's it, they're not necessarily always irrational experiences or irrational occurrences that happen as a response to a certain situation. It's like, it's, it's like some perhaps 
part of you that is literally geared towards certain outcomes or towards certain actions mm. or perspectives that when there is a lack of congruence between the decisions you're making and what is right for you, then those that emotional response kicks in and you feel that frustration. Yeah. And it's like, if I'm feeling frustration, then obviously I'm not doing something or I'm not thinking about something in a way that is actually generating a more beneficial outcome for me. So I need to perhaps change the way I perceive something. That's it. Yeah. And it's like, just check yourself. And it's like not, not getting stuck in the frustration and just being like, and then being frustrated at yourself for being frustrated. It's like the frustration itself is just a trend. The frustration is just a transient state. Yeah. It's not, it's not a state of, of permanence. It's not something that has its own kind of sentience. It's not something that wants you to experience it as such. It's like a, it's like a reaction. It's a message. Or, or a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a message that yeah. you, your, your body or something mm. in you has for your conscious mind to reckon with, to understand that perhaps, okay, now I'm going to move somewhere else. It's like if you you know, put your hand on a hot surface, you get that heat sensation you're, oh, and you pull back from it. Yeah. It's like the frustration's kind of like that. It's like you're making decisions or you're doing things like which are the equivalent of, you know, holding your hand over a hot surface. And it's like, you're, it's like that response that you get that's saying, don't do that, do something different. Yeah. It's very clear to do something different. But I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is sometimes we really like to get angry at ourselves for, get, for getting angry or for... It's like we get lost in the emotions emotion, as opposed yeah. to what the emotions are telling us. So I was um, listening to, um, I think it was another Tony Robbins seminar thing and um, he was talking about really striving to become emotionally fit, being able to control your emotions when you're angry and frustrated and know how to uh, like... Call, like bring back your power, really come, come back into yourself and being like, oh, okay, I'm frustrated now. Let, I'm going to get up. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to recenter and then I'm going to come back to this. Like how to actually navigate those emotions because when you're emotionally fit, you are going to be able to much better handle challenges when they come your way. And I've been really focusing on that because I have been, I, you know, growing up, I, I was very emotional because I had no way of controlling my emotions, but I had to learn that. And I learned that um, when I was 21, when I had my experience, was my, my, my awakening, when I was like, I'm the only one responsible for my emotions. I'm the only one responsible for my actions, my behaviors, my thoughts, my everything. So- it's like our emotions paint their own world. And it's it's a it's an unreal world. It's not the real world. It's like a it's like a projection onto what is real. Mm. But it's sometimes we get confused between the world of our emotions and the actual real world that the emotions are responding to or yeah. reacting to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I just feel like so often we get lost in yeah. I mean when when you actually have that realization that I my emotions I are telling me something. I am in control of this. Yeah. Then it's it gets I feel like a little bit easier if you'd actually break through that that emotional facade and and to see something a little bit more maybe i wouldn't say real but closer to what is real that isn't just like an emotional haze well the thing is the emotion gives you it's it's a it's a way of telling you what's going on there's obviously something coming up and it needs to come up and out but there's a reason why you're angry what's triggering you and there's it will always go back to something that's deeper than what you think so i feel like happiness is a stupid thing to aim at in life Mm. I just want to be happy. Like it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's like that's just the, the opposite side of the coin to saying I want to be angry. 
I just think they're both. It's obviously stupid to say that you want to be. Uh, angry. Emotions aren't. They're neither good or bad. They just are. Oh, the, so yeah, that's it, right. Like the, you have them for a reason. But they're transient. Yeah. They're transient as yeah. responses to your like. The, the, it's like they're the they're the communication between your state and the reality. Mm. And it's like your state includes your desires, your goals, and your like who you are type thing. And the reality in which you operate, it's like. The, the 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 kind of link between the two mm. is like where your emotional field top is. I don't know. I'm just sort of that's fine. Here. I I I would say that we we'd be better off to aim at alignment, being in alignment and balanced, so that when because I mean happiness passes eventually, and and anger passes eventually. This too shall pass. Using that as a thing, it's like emotions pass. They come and they go. They they ebb and flow. They go in and out. They come up like. They they come for us because they're messages for us. They're supposed to they're supposed to tell us things that we're you know it's helping us to kind of uh, see the world and experience the world. So how how what I feel and what I've noticed is has to be has been extremely helpful is focusing on alignment, being emotionally fit as well. That's really helped me. But in alignment and in bal- in a balanced state where you are aware of that you know i'm aware that i'm not feeling great but i'm not gonna cry and i'm not gonna like fall to the floor and mope and sleep all day and because that for me isn't an alignment i'm feeling these things and i'm I'm in them i can feel it and i can feel it oozing out of me and i'm allowing it to pass with time it's like i'm with it i'm not just allowing it to take over my body so then i'm no longer in control i'm very much in control of my state right now and i'm making sure that i'm st- like that i'm i'm not over like even i i think i was even saying to myself yesterday i'm like is this real like am i am i overreacting like but i'm like i'm not doing anything i'm just sitting here like i'm like am i overreacting by what i think about this situation am i that i'm like but i'm not overreacting i'm sitting here and i'm being peace like i'm literally in the akashic records and i'm talking to myself and working through this i think yeah even that awareness though having that that creating that separation through that awareness of um you know you and your emotions i think it's, that's how you sort of start to actually get a little bit of a control or a bit of a handle on them yeah and, that's and you start to perhaps see what they're doing for you mm. or how they're pathological well that's yeah because i i know that um when we're when we're doing anything we get caught up in the emotion and get caught up in the frustration and get caught up in the anger and you let it like rule you and run you it's like it, it does take a lot and it takes practice to hold yourself. Like I still I still don't realize when I'm letting things really get to me. And, uh, you know, especially when you're feeling it, you're in it and you, you're feeling it and it's so true that – and it doesn't mean to say just to stop feeling it. Just just know, just, just come back to that awareness while you're in it. So you can be like, I'm letting it happen. But I'm still here, and I'm still aware, and I'm gonna make sure that I don't go, I don't get out of hand. But you have to, you have to consciously move through it, right? Because I was even me, right, when I was really angry and frustrated for those few days. Yeah, it was, it wasn't uh, allowing myself to be consumed by it, but it was sitting with it and in it and talking through it and allowing it to come through. Because if it is like a a, re- a reaction or a response that you're having to your situation. Mm then it's like, okay, what is it? Why Why am I angry? Where's this anger coming Mm. from? And then it's about trying to navigate through the anger. But for me, it's talking predominantly, like venting. 
like just uh, like getting all that rubbish out type thing and then that actually helps to clear a little bit of the, the haze and you can start to actually see to something more concrete something more solid and you can see perhaps this is where the anger is coming from yeah. and now that i know that now that i know that i can i can start to strategize as to how to move out of it or how to move forward into something that feels a little bit more pleasant mm. you know or at least doesn't feel as bad mm. it's it's very similar to um when i was doing theta healing and when i kind of connect in that way it's you you're finding the cause of whatever it is that you're going through at the moment even the pain so um, if you have a pain, it's like there's a reason why that pain's there. And we're going to find the cause. When did it start? And then what happened to trigger that? And then what did you hold on to in that moment to cause a chronic pain or to cause a pain of some sort? And it's to find the cause. Once you find the cause, once you find the reason for why it happened in the first place, then it's actually easier to let go. And be like, oh, okay. Because that understanding, that aha moment allows that space to open up and it like gives you space and it gives that and that energy space to move out of your body because like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. And we got to know and understand it because that's how we grow and that's how we learn and that's how even we Even like forward. take it even as like a, just a, as, a, as a person, right? Imagine it like you yourself, let's say, were your emotion. Sure. You know, how do you feel when the people around you don't understand you or they don't listen to you? Yeah. Or they... they they act around you according to their perspective of you mm. as opposed to as you actually are. Yeah. You know, you feel really dejected and misunderstood and lonely and angry about it. It's kind of like, you know, you want someone to actually sit with you and ask you the questions. That's true. And to yeah. work through it with you yeah. and to and to actually get to know you a little bit so that they can they can actually see you for what you are and, and it can actually help to facilitate, yep. you know, a growth or yeah. an expansion of, you know, of the two so of you it's type that like, So it's that relationship you need to have with yourself and actually getting to know because you, you and your, you, you are in this body. You need to get to know it. You need to know its ins and outs and you do know it, but... Are you consciously sitting with it when, you know, are you, or are you rushing for external stuff to help you? So it's like, oh, I've got a headache, I've got a headache. Oh, where's Panadol, Panadol, Panadol? I've actually stopped taking Panadol because I'm like, the, the more I'm doing this work, I'm more like, okay, hang on, wait, why do I have a headache? I'm stressed. I've also haven't had water all day. Um, I'm going to try that first. And I want to try and calm myself because I feel very stressed. I'm going to hit like, you know, massage my the points on my head or my neck or anything, see if I can come. I'm going to do a meditation. I'll do everything I can. It is my last resort. If I can't do it, if none of that works and I just need to think, then I'll take it just to kind of bring my, myself back to equilibrium. And then I'm being like, okay, I'm clear headed. Now, why did I have a headache? And then again, sit with it and understand why and find the cause. And then usually that then dissipates such a radical perspective to have because like every part of society these days is like telling us that that your satisfaction or your your what you should be aiming at is external mm. it's like the the work that's that's internal that focuses on like that that self-improvement and that self-awareness that's kind of laughed at as as like this hocus pocus new it's age so garbage funny, and there is a lot of new age garbage absolutely there is new age garbage. but it's like everything there's always an external fix for your problems and if you're if if you are having major issues then it's probably the problem of something else it's something else is an issue it's not you you're not the issue it's the thing that's that's acting on you the external thing that's that's having an influence on you which you might not even be aware of and i think it's a lot of garbage and but that's that's taking someone's power away because like you even said that right we're told you have a headache take panadol you have a headache. There's no internal reason necessarily not, if you have a headache. 
but just take this Panadol and your headache will go because away. Don't deal headaches. with the headache. No. Just mask it. Yeah, band-aid it. Band-aid it. You yeah. know, don't deal with the problem. How is that a radical thing? It's Have so... this quick fix yeah. so that you can get back to What you were doing. Comfort. Quickly get rid of it, get rid of it. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't feel pain, don't feel yeah. pain. We're not meant to be feeling pain. We're not meant to be in suffering. It's like... But the thing is, when we do feel, when we have pain, when we have any kind of emotion, when something comes up, it's talent, it's a message. Our bodies like send us messages so we know what to focus on, what we're missing, what we're not focusing on. Like my back hurts, you know, it could simply be the pillow thing and actually adjusting to a new bed. Or it actually could be something else, a lot deeper. I have to, I haven't sat with it enough. It's like... Because it, it, I, I think that true, true personal growth and satisfaction in, of, in life comes not through avoiding the thing that makes you suffer it doesn't come through avoiding the hard things no, so that you only get to experience it. the easy things it's it's facing it identifying it and integrating the suffering yeah. and in a, in, a, in a way then transcending that thing that makes you suffer transcending that suffering yeah. to then actually incorporating the outcome of it into your life so that you actually get to take the good and the bad and mm. strengthen and become better from from the integration of both of them within your character and it's like that to me, it's where it's, you can't avoid, you can't avoid the things that hurt. You know, we haven't been able to avoid the things that hurt. You have to actually reckon with them. You have to sit you with them to. and face them. Face them. And see what they look like and be familiar with them and then work with them in order and to move through it. The thing is, and, and it, you free it, you free it when you do that. You don't allow it to just dissipate and go somewhere else. You actually, you, not dissipate, you, you don't push it like you don't put it under the carpet you don't put it under the rug you don't put it in another space like masking it. it's what masking it does and it's like with my headache my headache's going to keep coming back if i don't deal with it why am i stressed why am i this why do i have a headache and then as soon as you you sit with it you face it being like okay well this is exactly where it's coming from all right now i can deal with it you won't get a headache again it doesn't come back when you're like okay thank you i am now going to change you know, I'm going to maybe do more like whatever, whatever the headache is. You move through it being like, okay, this is really uncomfortable, but this is exactly why I'm having a headache. I need to like fix this and I have to face it. I have to sit with it. I have to breathe through it. I have to trust myself more. I have to like whatever it is that's coming up and the message will always come up when you are, if you are sitting with it, you will never not get your answer. This is one of the reasons that I did walk away from osteo as well was because I felt as though the Western healthcare system does not foster an atti- a correct attitude when it comes to your own healing. It, it, it's more about masking suffering or finding an external um, fix mm. for the thing that's making you suffer. And yeah. it doesn't actually promote that internal work. It's like as soon as you take on... And, and, there's probably there's so many different factors in this, right? I don't no, want to try. No. I don't want to this simplify. Is not, there's no general simplifying or generalizing. No, no, but it's just it's just there's some facets to it, and it's like there's also the there's a cultural sort of vibe. It feels as though is is one of complete licentiousness and and lack of responsibility. It's like people don't want to be accountable for the outcome of their actions. So it's just easier to take orders. It's just easier to do what you're told. It's easier to do what the teacher tells you to do. It's easier to just to just do the test and and fill out the answers with what they want. Yeah. You know, it's just easier to do the 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 easy things. (laughs) You know? Yeah, but then the thing is it comes back to bite you in the ass. But it does, right? And but it 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 has you living in this external in this externality, in this projection. You're not living inside your body. You're not taking charge of your internal processes. You're you're like 
you're only taking charge of your internal processes insofar as they can further your external projection in the world around you. Mm. And so you start living more outside of yourself than within yourself. And you get lost. And you get you get lost in the external world and so many people are. And you know, you, you, you have these conversations with people and it's like, where are you? Where, where are you, honestly, <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. In, all, in all this? And it's, it, it gets really confronting to actually see the scope of it. And the last two years was a massive eye-opener for that, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like it, you really start to see where a lot of priorities lay when, when the, you know, people's feet are put to the coals. Yeah. And it's like this is it's, – it's how do you start to encourage coming back to that internal – like you live in your body, right? You are in your body. How do you start to come back to being accountable for that? Because as soon as you start to, you know – focus on your internal world and actually getting to understand yourself and seeing what furniture you have actually around inside yourself <laughs> then you actually have you have you have to start to take responsibility for yourself you have to then make you have to then make decisions and then go yep i bear the full brunt of the consequence of this decision and i now have to clean up the mess that i've created inside within me because it's like so long as you're relying on the external world you get to blame the external world yeah as long as you are basically doing things at the whim of another then it's that other person who's responsible for the consequences yeah. as soon as you you're, start to take that rid of when you take the responsibility on yourself then you're you're the one who has to bear the brunt of it and that's and that's terrifying it's terrifying but it's also empowering it's like it's i the actually the only way to be empowered it's the only way to be empowered exactly it's like you, you i can stand firm for what i believe in because I've experienced, I've faced and I've taken responsibility for all my fuck ups. Like I know where I went wrong in my life. I didn't, I don't blame anyone. I only blame myself. I blame myself, but I, I take responsibility for the mistakes I've made and I've turned them into lessons. I, I don't blame my upbringing. I actually am very grateful because it's, it's helped me to see who I am now. It's, it's led me to this moment. I'm so grateful for everything. Even if I don't agree with every, I don't agree with everything, that's neither here nor there. As long as I know that what I was doing and the decisions that I made were mine and only mine and no one made me do them, I said yes and I said no, just like every person can. And I've, I am held responsible for that. So I've taken responsibility for what I've actually achieve like what i where i've come to it's and it actually has helped me become more me in my muchness it's helped me be more confident i'm able to know what opportunities to take i also know how i want to communicate to the world i'm finding it easier somehow to navigate and i'm less afraid of things because i'm i'm in my body i'm in control of this and I know that no one can really pierce it. Well, because you're not you're not as open to the whims of the external world. Mm. When you start to actually work on yourself and you start to put more focus and uh, emphasis on you as you are, and less on the things around you, then you can, you actually start to fortify yourself against it type mm. thing. So you get to be a little bit more discerning and a little bit more deciding of where you want to go and how you want to be and you yes obviously you can't predict or control everything that happens around you you can only basically be in control of how you are yourself in your environment and you know but that's still more control than what you have if you don't if you only live externally you have either you have both no control over yourself and no control over the external world yeah 
it's it's weird it's 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 a strange it's a strange like sentiment that seems to be very prevalent in society very but i mean yeah I, like you bring it back to us again like taking our situation right now it's we're bearing the full responsibility for any yeah for our decision right and if the outcome of it is not what we're hoping for not what we're striving to achieve that's also on us yeah. that's not you know if nothing comes of all the work that we're putting in here that's not because there's some unfair force outside of us that's that's holding us back it's because we missed we something yeah because we screwed something up yeah and so, like, that's where our power is. Mm. Just like if we are able to succeed, it's because we saw it. We saw it. And, and we, we took, took the it. opportunity, you know. And so, that, that responsibility being wholly and solely on us is scary, yeah. but it is exhilarating. It would also be so easy to complain being in our, in our situation. But uh, I just, it doesn't help. Like, complaining that we're in this situation, complaining that the outside world did this to us. It just would be like... If anything, I'm going to thank it for actually waking me up more to myself, waking me up more to my truth and knowing what my priorities are. And now I know exactly because I struggled for a long time to know what I valued and what my like what I held uh, to be like my number, say, top three priorities in life. And now I have a much clearer view of that because of that experience over the last two years and that's very clear and obvious to know what we're talking about. Like I have, I have priority, I have values that I now know for sure, for sure. And it's because of those shocking um, events that happen to you and that happen around us that, that test you and to give you an opportunity to see, okay, well, you know, yes or no, this or that. There's no, there is a black, there's a, there is a gray it's the area. suffering. I think it's because it, of the suffering that we experience. Is that what you mean? What do you mean? Like it's because of the suffering that we've experienced that we get our our foot puts the coals a little bit, and mm. then we have to come into our body. Yeah, we have to. We to have no choice. The, establish the answer. Well, the thing is, is that like we we sacrificed everything. Really, we gave everything up. We gave all our stuff up for one decision, and that was a no brainer for us. It was excruciating. It was horrible. It was, you know, having everything stripped from you is very painful. But we knew, I knew in my body, in my cells, that this was the only, this was, this was the decision that I, would, I have made. I've already made it. And I know that it is going to be bloody hard and it has been hard. And it continues to be hard. And I don't know when this will end, but it's strengthening me. So... Whether it ends now or in 10 years, it doesn't matter. It's strengthening me. I'll be stronger in 10 and this years. Is, this is why I think it's so imperative that you enter the suffering, mm. that you take it. And you know when it's there because it's the thing that you're trying to avoid. Yeah. It's like the thing that the... It's where the fear it's is. It's uncomfortable. It's where the discomfort is. And it's like... Where the uncertainty is. Yeah. And, 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 and entering it because it's a necessary part of existence. You cannot, you cannot get through life with any level of growth or satisfaction without having traversed some difficulty and coming out the other side as a better person for it. It's it's like this thing, uh, and maybe it's a religious thing. Like what we were talking about, we were talking about this last night, you know. Mm. I don't want to go fully into it because we're... Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, I think there is perhaps even a, a religious um, influence here has actually 
doesn't hasn't hasn't encouraged the transcendence of suffering maybe it's actually become more of a pathological avoidance of suffering if the message has become perverted you know through time like chinese whispers mm. you know i i don't i'm not sure yeah, I don't know but it's it's like the avoid to avoid suffering is not to live a happy fulfilled life that's what i've come to see in our situation is that the only way i've felt good about where we're at is the fact that i can look back and say we made our decisions and we were aware of what the outcomes were and what our options were and, and we took our opportunities it. yeah but we've also taken and we've we've created this situation that we're in right now yeah where i couldn't have said that before it's our decision ultimately you know it, it was terrifying i was scared and i had no idea even though i was scared i still had no idea what this would feel like and it is it has been beyond beyond excruciating but necessary because it is for for us to be stretched into something else absolutely yeah the comfort is the is the enemy of growth (laughs) i think (laughs) do you uh do you have any uh (laughs) closing (laughs) no that was that was my closing line (laughs) yeah okay well before we go yujagray.com and yuja.gray on Instagram. And our email address is itppc at protonmail.com. <laughs> they are in the show notes. Reach out. I'd love to hear I from you. I love you. I love you. I love you too, listener. <laughs> <laughs> have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, And everyone. listener, you also have a blessed day. Mm-hmm. You deserve it. You deserve it. All right, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow.